A large portion of the Jewish nation has returned to its homeland, but the heart, soul, and mind of much of the Jewish nation are still in exile mode. This state of affairs must and will inevitably change. This is Torah Nation TV from Jerusalem, and we are speaking with the head of Machon Shiloh, Rabbi David Bar Chaim. Shalom, Rabbi Bar Chaim. Shalom. It is claimed by many people, including many rabbis, that it is forbidden to change one's Nusach Tefillah. What is the rabbi's position on the matter? This is a, a very good example of one of those halachot that everybody or many people know about, are convinced are authentic halachot, but in fact, upon investigation, one discovers that there is in fact no such halacha at all, and the entire concept is based on error. I will explain briefly what, what I am saying. The Magen Avraham, famous commentator on the Shulchan Aruch in Ora Hayim, the beginning of Siman Samech Het, claims that based on the Tamud Yerushalmi, it is forbidden for a person to switch from the Nusach Tefillah, the particular form of, of liturgy of Nusach, uh, that his forefathers prayed, that he must follow in their footsteps in this regard. The Tamud Yerushalmi being referred to is at the end of the third chapter of Masechet Eruvin in the Tamud Yerushalmi. There, the story is related that a certain Hacham from Eretz Yisrael went to Alexandria in Egypt, a place where they normally kept two days of Yom Tov rather than one as in Eretz Yisrael. But because he had been in Eretz Yisrael when the decision had been made by the Bet Din when the uh, month began. He was aware of the date. He knew precisely without any doubt what day was the first day of Sukkot. And therefore, and that year it happened to fall on Shabbat, and therefore he told the Jews in Alexandria to do Natilat Lulav, to take up the Lulav on the first day of Sukkot, even though it fell on Shabbat, as the Mishnah states. And then the Tamud Yerushalmi discusses this and mentions that there were others who disagreed with his opinion, not because what he did in this particular case was mistaken, was wrong, but because those Jews in Alexandria would not know every year when exactly the new moon had been declared by the Beit Din in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, uh, to have a situation where some years they would uh, do this, they would act based on such information, in other years they would not. In some years they would keep one day Yom Tov, in other days they would keep two days Yom Tov. This was considered a confusing and problematic state of affairs. So, other Chachamim in Eretz Yisrael wrote to them and said, Afal pi she'shalachnu lachem seder mu'adot, even though we have sent you and explained to you how the calendar works, and therefore you can often know by yourselves which day was declared to be the beginning of the month, and therefore which day is Yom Tov. Nevertheless, do not deviate from the practice of your forefathers. So the operative words there, again, are which refers to the 
uh, calendar and the, the workings of the Jewish calendar that had been uh, that was in place at that time. This Yerushalmi was misquoted by uh, a number of Posakim going back already uh, many centuries. And it's in fact quite clear that some of those Posakim who were quoting it, one from the other, second from a second hand and third hand source, had never actually seen the Yerushalmi uh, inside. The Tamud Yerushalmi, it is important to know, was not always available to all uh, of the Posakim in all generations in all countries. And it's dubious if the uh, Magin Avraham, for example, who quotes it at the beginning of Siman Samachet in Arahayim, it is dubious, in fact, if he ever saw this Yerushalmi inside. Anyone who has seen this Yerushalmi inside knows that it reads, as I explained just now, even though we have sent you instructions and explanations regarding the calendar, Sedan Mu'adot refers to the order of the festivals and the months of the year. Nevertheless, you should continue as if you don't know, and therefore continue keeping two days Yom Tov. And therefore, if you do not know, or as if you do not know, if this first day of Sukkot, which falls on Shabbat, is in fact the first day of Sukkot, or perhaps it might be tomorrow, therefore you would not do Nathilat Lulav. The fact of the matter is that this was misunderstood, misquoted and misunderstood by a number of Posakim, including the Magen Avraham, because he quotes the Yerushalmi very differently. He quotes it as saying, Afal pi lachem tefilot, or seder tefilot, even though we sent you uh, the order of the, of the prayers, that is to say the nusach of the tefillah, do not change from the minhag of your forefathers. This text is spurious, does not exist in any uh, accurate source of the Ushami. In fact, in not a single print of the Ushami does this source, does this text exist, not let alone in manuscripts and in uh, quotes from earlier sources. Not only that, uh, such a text, were it to exist, would be completely and utterly incomprehensible because it has nothing to do with the context. It doesn't fit. It simply does not fit. As a result of this, it became an accepted and common wisdom uh, amongst many that one may not change from one Nusach to another. One has to follow the Nusach of one's forefathers. But as, as I have just explained, there is no such Yerushalmi, there is no such statement in the Tamud Yerushalmi, nor in fact is there any such statement anywhere in the works of Hazal, and for that matter, I might add, there is no such statement anywhere in any of the Rishonim. In fact, it's noteworthy, and it's not coincidental, that not one of the Rishonim even discusses this issue, because it was clear to all the Rishonim that one can daven any Nusach one chooses, and there is no obligation to follow this or that Nusach. It's entirely uh, a question of what you're used to, and what you're comfortable with, and what you wish to do. And therefore, this, com this concept is completely uh, based on uh, a garbled and uh, distorted source, which produces uh, a fictional halakha, which has no basis in reality. And that is also what we find in a teshuvah by the Maharashtam, Rabbi Shmuel de Modina, one of the uh, greatest of the Posakim in the 16th century in Turkey. He was asked the question in his book of uh, halakhic responsa, in Orahaim Siman Labadhei, he was asked the question by Samashkenazim, who had moved to Turkey for different reasons, and they wanted to know whether they were required 
to continue uh, davening Nusach Ashkenaz as they were used to doing, or could they switch to davening the Nusach of the Sfaradim, who were the majority of the Jews in Turkey? And he writes to them that there is absolutely no halakhic requirement to follow any particular Nusach, whether the Nusach of their forefathers or any other Nusach, and they may do as, as they choose. And he in fact recommends to them to uh, join the, the vast majority of the Jews in their town, in their place, and join the usual uh, synagogue and not have their own separate synagogue, and he finds no problem with this whatsoever. He goes without saying, he does not know of any such Yerushalmi or any such concept. So this is one of those uh, made-up halachot based on error and confusion and lack of accurate sources, lack of sometimes simple lack of the text, the book that everyone can purchase and obtain today. Often such books were not available. And this led to this concept, and therefore this is a mistake. And the halakha is that any Jew may daven according to any nusach that they wish. Uh, they may switch from one to another if, that's, if that is what they wish to do. Of course, most people would choose probably not to do so because they are used to a certain nusach and prefer to stick to that nusach. But if one chooses to do so for whatever reason, it is definitely mutar without any question. Thank you, Rabbi Bar Chaim. We would like to encourage our listeners to share these podcasts with friends and send in your responses. We would also like to suggest the following opportunity to our listeners. If you identify with Rabbi Bar Chaim's message and would like to sponsor or dedicate a podcast in honor or memory of a loved one, if you would like to obtain Birkon Nusach Eretz Israel or invite the rabbi for a speaking engagement, please email us at office at machonshilo.org.